you're looking at hashtag 365 days of getting up i am podcast the easiest self-care self-love and healing podcast in africa Hi guys, welcome to yet another episode of Hashtag 365 Days of Getting Up. I am Podcast. I'm your host, Lillian Woody. Um, guys, before we head on straight to this week's topic, and I have a beautiful and amazing guest uh, on this week's um, segment, um, where we'll be discussing breaking point and turning point. So I'd like to share a few things over here that I've encountered or I've experienced during uh, the whole of this week. And I'd like to put them out there and uh, maybe you could learn one, two, three things or yeah, as we move along. So... Number one, I'd like to share how my week has has been or my week, how it started off and how it's been so far. Um, it started off quite busy with a, a lot of work stuff and of course my own personal projects. We're also working from home, so house shows here and there. It's not been easy trying to juggle uh, between family, between my own self-care, between my own sanity, <laughs> between um, my work, between my my um, what I'm expected to deliver at the end of the day, my own targets with, with regards to my own personal projects. So it's been quite a hectic, busy uh, week, but I'm thankful at the end of the day because... Um, that only means that I'm putting in work and effort towards productivity and towards um, uh, growing each and every day. So that's that. Number two, what I've been struggling with during this entire quarantine uh, period and all that. Um, I remember the first time, the first few weeks when the government had given the directive of us working remotely and trying to find new ways to cope up with the new, quote-unquote, with the new normal. So... I've always been struggling with sleep and <laughs> I know I'm not alone on this but anyway let me let me let me let me <laughs> let me let me deal with my own struggles um as we move along so I've really been struggling on waking up early and and trying to set up like how my day is going to be and how productive I'm going to be etc so there is this one time that I sat myself down and called myself in a meeting and I was like Lillian, you are not um, faring well with regards to you working remotely and it's not the first time that this is happening especially to you because I remember the first, um, not even the first times actually but a few years ago or a few months ago is the time I used to work from home and it was all good, I was still delivering the same, like I was even like, like um, uh, doing my, my normal duties with regards to my, my job, etc. So the first few weeks the government gave the directive i think i was kind of in this relaxed zone for the first two two, two two three weeks and then it hit me that lillian you have to get back on your feet you need to work despite that despite all this this the, the, um despite everything that is happening worldwide you still have to be productive at the end of the day you're expected to deliver you're expected to still do your work and still continue like um doing stuff out here for the company for yourself as well and yeah so when, when i called myself in a meeting um i did lay out a plan on how i was gonna improve on that so i had already like switched my sleeping patterns from when i when, during my normal work days i used to wake up at around 5 a.m and uh and be out of the house by 6 20 and then i'm uh, i'll be in the office by 8 a.m sharp 
So, for the first three weeks when the pandemic had hit the entire world, and especially us as a country as well, so a girl found herself waking up at 10 a.m. So, as much as I, I enjoy sleeping during the weekends when I'm free, I could sleep all the way to even 12 noon or even 1 p.m., depending on how exhausted I am. Um, I had to really, really work on my sleeping patterns and change and flip all that, like, from zero to 100 because it wasn't doing me any good it wasn't doing my my productivity at work any good and i'm one person who is uh, i can't i can't i can't call i can't really call myself a, a, a perfectionist sorry um but i'm one of those few or many people who really like doing their work with a lot of diligence with a lot of um uh efficiency with a lot of uh like with a lot of really really dope skills like i, I really want I, I'm, I'm one of those people who really um always work towards delivering the very best at the end of the day and i wouldn't want to jeopardize anything for that so yeah i wrote a plan that i could work on i set an alarm on my phone and i was like you know what Lian? it's been some three some two three weeks of paradise quote unquote you sleeping till 10 a.m you need to wake up you need to wake your ass up and get yourself back on track so that is what i did i set um i did set my alarm um uh other than that um i also like started writing down my to-do list on my notebooks i started like um even like things like the house shows i did a timetable on on it we split how we were doing the house shows with my sister who was also in school and was also uh, studying at the same time it kind of even helped her on how she's waking up for her studies as well and we decided to work as a team so that's that that is what i've been battling with for this entire quarantine period and i'm thankful that i'm right back on track and yeah so it's all about like um uh giving yourself the right uh mentality on how to handle things because at the end of the day one thing that i'm trying really hard and i'm trying so much to accept is that whatever is happening in the entire world might be our new normal for the longest time possible so it's up to us to know how we can deal with that it's okay not to feel okay it's, it's okay also not to feel it's okay also not to know what to do at the moment because we're in the middle of the pandemic so many and so so much anxiety amidst all this so much pressure so much um hurting so much maybe tears so, uh, so many families are suffering out here so it's really 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 a lot that is going on around the globe and the much we can do actually is being gentle on ourselves being uh slow on what we are doing we um also like uh blocking our eyes and ears to the wrong information and basically trying to stay calm as much as really hard but really try to stay calm in the middle of all this pandemic so that is what i've been struggling or battling with um hmm, number three uh let me see what i learned um this past few days um as you all know guys i started my own uh journal on my insta page and a journal that is called uh, 365 days 365 days of getting up i am journal and the reason why i i incorporated the word i am both in the journal and both in the podcast is one and the same thing because uh the journal and the uh, podcast is like an extension uh, of the other if i can put it that way so i am it's an it's an, a strong affirm, affirmative word for me so if I, if today i write down on my notebook or i write down on my e-journals online 
and I say that today I am deserving of all the good things and I repeat it like every single time when I wake up um, and I'm starting off my day and I also repeat the same before I sleep the entire idea of the positive affirmations of all the good things that I'm now um, claiming and I'm now rereading and uh, inserting them into my subconscious mind is actually going to stay there because I'm working towards now my own self-development and affirming all the good and the positive things. I have no time for bad energy. I have no time for negativity in my in my life. So uh, the reason why I'm journaling every single day is because I'm affirming positive and good stuff in my life. Uh huh. So quite a few things that I've learned this week, and it is and um. One, uh, let me call it one. Uh, I am increasing my prosperity every day. Um, that is one information that I learned and wrote down on my Instagram page and also on my e-journal on my website. Um, um, also, I am uh, I am empowered in creating change in my life. That is two. Three, I feel healthier and happier than I have been in years, which is also true. Um me scroll uh-huh i am a conqueror because i've also fought so many silent battles and non-silent battles throughout my entire life and that is how i figured out about my strength my own inner uh strength and how i am a conqueror as a person um i choose to focus on the bright side there's no time for bad energy there's no time for negativity and i'm only going forward choosing to focus on things that enable my process at the end of it all i'm also proud of myself and salute my willingness to learn and grow from the challenges life throws away i feel deserving of a healthy life and accept it gratefully so those are quite uh the few um uh, lessons that i've been able to learn throughout this week and um for me, it's not just about writing down or just putting them out there on my socials, but it's all about how frequent I do it, how frequent I reread them every single morning, every night before I go to my bed and all that because I really, I'm really working so hard to better my own self and also to uh, sway the direction that I'm, I'm taking and the path that I'm taking and it's towards building myself, of course, building others as well, as well using my platforms and also improve in so many things real self-care self-love healing and accept acceptance of oneself so that is what i've been able to learn uh, this past few days or a few weeks um there's something also that i've seen has been trending i think i think for the past two or three days if i'm not wrong especially on instagram so there is this lady I don't know which country she's from because her Instagram page is typed in Espanol, like in Spanish. So the lady is 50 years old and she just ushered in her 50 year, like her her next um, year, which is 50 years in her life. And the, the one thing that is shocking or breaking the internet about it is this lady looks like a 16 year old. This is something that me and my friends have been trying like to discuss around it. We are like, how is a 50 year old looking like a 16 year old like she's done like she's really done so much or i think she's worked on herself quite for some time for her to look that way because she's a mother of three 
and she looks like a 16 year old from the body from the looks from the smile from the smooth face from the glowing skin from the glowing hair and everything is just natural so that is one thing that I'm um that has really shook me this um this week um we I'm still trying to figure out how she's managed like to stay intact and stay um looking that uh, gorgeous over all these years and she's a mother of three and she's also 50 year old she's also um she just turned 50 year old um one thing that i can really take from that uh story is i i, I believe women are going to this direction whereby we are all now starting to get to appreciate oneself we're getting now to appreciate who we are uh our life doesn't start or end in marriages our life doesn't start or end with just having kids around and just maybe ignoring our own or even um uh, abandoning our own physical appearance our own mental health our own emotional health as well so i think ladies are now taking up space in challenging themselves in know in getting to know themselves better in getting to know how how to cope with everything that is going is happening around them and even to appreciating themselves i think self love is really 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 scoping um high percentages at the moment in the world and i'm so so inspired by seeing fellow black women fellow women no matter which race you're from because i'm not a racist <laughs> at the end of it um like i'm so super super inspired by seeing so many women from different ethnic groups from different um religions it is from different countries all over the world really appreciating themselves and now prioritizing their own well-being so that's that um on today's episode uh like i said earlier on i'm hosting a very beautiful and amazing lady her name is caroline um just a brief story on how i met caroline um i remember in one of my first ever projects and it was happening in uh, parking baradison blue hotel the one that's at i think along wayaki wayaki if i'm not wrong um that was one of the first few projects that i ever worked on with my current boss and it was kinda an interview at the same time so i really i was really under the pressure of delivering the be- the very best because i really wanted the job so i was given the the first project called red corner to five photos and a controversial talk show um where we had a panelist of course guests who are who are the attendees etc so we all know what it uh, what it all takes for you to put up an entire event from scratch and that is what i did so the event day approaches and then I also broke um I remember I didn't even have the right shoes to wear uh the all all the all the other pairs of shoes that I had so it doesn't cause me chapa manze so <laughs> uh I I had to chimba chimba really well in my cotton where I used to put my shoes and I got a pair of shoes that I could at least wear to the day my hair was just looking funny and weird and just off so i really had to go to the salon and do and uh, straighten it out also had to check for some dress that i could wear etc and glammed myself and glammed myself kidogo when i say glammed myself kidogo is just applying my lip <laughs> on my lips and wear my hoop earrings and that was it and a blazer and my big handbag and off i prepared myself to go to the event so i didn't have transport for that day and um Uh I, I think I had just started talking to Caroline for a few weeks and then we become I think I think at first we were just acquaintances and then I think there was chemistry between us we became good friends we could easily like uh tell 
um, as much as we hadn't known each other for quite some time, I felt like this is someone that maybe I've known for quite some years from the chemistry that we had. So I, I opened up to Car- uh, Caroline. I was like, Manze, me, I don't have transport to go to the gig. Manze, I need to be there an hour before the event starts. The event was starting at around 6.30. So I was needed to be there by 5 p.m. sharp. So I'm stressed. I don't have money. I don't have transport to go there. And then I called Carol, and Carol was like, "Let me, let me, let me, let me help you with 500 bob. I don't know if it's gonna help, but I just have 500 bob on me, and uh, I hope it, I hope it takes you to where you're supposed to go." So Carol um, loans me 500 bob, and I'm able to uh, show up to to the gig, aka my interview job, aka the first ever event that I organized from scratch. So and the rest was history, of course. So that's why that's how we met Caroline, and she also came for the event. It was really an, inter- an interactive uh, event where my boss was the one who was hosting, and yeah. So the rest was history. We became friends, and then again we lost each other's contact, and then we found each other again on Instagram. Tenatena evil evil, and life goes on. The rest is history, man. So Carol, Carol, Carol today will be sharing her story, rather her, her journey in brief. Um on uh, how she experienced some breakdown in life and how she re- she realized it was time for her to be on her feet again how 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 the entire phase or journey was what triggered her breaking point how she came to the realization of this is like this is it and i really need to get back to my feet how she came about the entire turning point and um getting back to being herself again and even focusing on better things in life so Carol will be taking us through on a, on a story that she experienced when I think um, her sister, her elder sister was the one who was raising her as her mom. So when the sister got married, uh, this uh, Carol had to move in with her sister's family. Now they knew her BETC. So her moving in and them having kind of a blended family. After some years of moving in together with now the hubby, I think with the sister's kids as well, it started, it started being an issue on uh, Carol's end because they started having so many frictions in the family. Until Carol one day, I think um, she decided to run away from home because she felt as a burden because she didn't, she, she was she was in shock of the only person who really appreciated her and knew her well, which was her sister kind of it was kind of seen as if she was not taking sides in the hobby and all that we all, i think we've all been there in life at some point whereby maybe you feel maybe your, your, your friends or your family members instead of we, we normally feel this form of entitlement or of understanding whereby we we, we feel that we feel that um we need our family members or the closest people in our lives to really understand what we are going through. But at the end, at the, uh, quite few times or most times, we get to see how sometimes they tend to choose the other side. So with regards to that, um, Carol was really disturbed and she fell into a dark mental health space whereby she was really confused, um, kind of depressed to some extent and also um, had so many irrational emotions running through her head and that um that really that really made her uh, come up with so many uh so many how will i put it um so many confused uh ideas on what was what was happening what what she was supposed to do it was this period where she had already finished high school and she was waiting to join the uni or the college so it was kind of a lot of things that were really happening in her in her life and I don't want to spill the beans, sana, 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 or I really don't want to jump onto the story because I'm not Carol 
and I cannot narrate the story perfectly as she as she as as she did because she's the owner of the story. She's the author of her own story. So I'm letting it to Carol and see how she came up and how she overcame the entire the all the challenges she faced in her life during the breaking point season how she was pushed to the edge how she came out and came back to, to her feet what she took home as lessons from the entire journey so here goes Kara's story enjoy Next is hashtag 365 days of getting up. I am podcast listeners with their own stories and experiences through life encounters. Enjoy. Hi guys, my name is Caroline. I am a skincare and lifestyle creator on YouTube and I'm so happy to be here today. Thank you Lillian for inviting me. So I'm going to be sharing with you my mental health story, focusing on my breaking point and turning point. So where do we start? Um I'm going to start with a bit of a background story so that you can get to understand where I was mentally at this time. So I was raised by my elder sister who has been the most amazing person in the world. She raised me as her own. So when she did get married, she took me in with her into her family and we became a blended family. Now for the very first years, there was a lot of friction in our family that I didn't even notice how much it affected me until after high school. You see that period between high school and campus and you have to spend a couple of months at home that's when i realized how much i had been carried inside me so something you need to know about me i am not very good at expressing myself i have been raised in a way that i have been very i don't I, should i say independent very independent in terms of i don't like look to people to fix my issues like I try to fix them on my own so I don't talk my issues out okay so I was not like I was not talking about what I was feeling I was suppressing a lot of feelings a lot of emotions and now I am in a situation where everything is sort of kind coming back to me you know so I the situation became so bad I became so depressed I was constantly angry constantly mad and it didn't help that the person who was closest to me made me feel like my situation was far worse than it was so um one fateful night this is a night I will never never forget <laughs> um so this night I got into a heated argument with my family Now you see the way when you're suppressing so many emotions in you and then suddenly you snap and then you say all the wrong things now that's exactly what happened this should be a lesson to all of you do not suppress your feelings cuz once you snap you're going to say all the wrong things instead of expressing yourself well so i just snapped and i remember thinking that you know what tomorrow i cannot deal with the consequences of this So the following day I woke up 
really early and ran away. <laughs> so this was the first classic example of my fight or flight situation. <laughs> so I ran away and I went and stayed with my other sister. We are um three girls and um three boys. So I went to my other sister and I stayed with her for some time. But then one day I it, it just like kind of dawned on me that you know what? She's not going to be able to afford to take you to school. And I remember just breaking down in that moment and just wondering like what is this? What is this life? And what does classic Caroline do? She runs away again. <laughs> so the following day, I woke up and I also went. So this time when I went, I went to my friend's place and I stayed with um with my friend for a couple of days. But then it all I also realized that you know what? I cannot stay here forever. So I left. I also left my friend's place and I went to town to town that is Nairobi town. Now I didn't even know where I was going. I just knew I was going to town. And I remember when I got into the mat, I just started breaking down. I feel so sorry for the guy who was sitting next to me. It must have been a very awkward morning for him. I'm so sorry, but I remember just breaking down and even the conductor kind of like wondering like now listen now people when when a girl is crying or when someone is crying and then you um you start asking at what is it tell me you are making the situation worse <laughs> you're making the situation far worse than it is so obviously when he is he's asking me at madam me i'm just breaking down like completely so I just cried and cried and I remember thinking, you know what, like I'm done. I, I just feel so tired. I just feel so heavy and I, I just cannot do this anymore. I'm, I'm just tired of everything. This is it. I'm done. So when I got to town, I decided that, you know what, I'm going to spend just the day in town and then I'm... I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm just going to die at night, you know. So, but I decided, um, let me just walk in Nairobi uptown and just see everything that I'm going to be missing out on. I can't even believe that this was my mentality at that time. I was just in a really, really dark place. So when I started walking, I was just walking, seeing everything, just seeing people, seeing just seeing everything and experiencing all these things for the very last time. Well, at least that's what I thought. Now, as I was walking, I remember I started asking myself, so is this it? Is this all that it will ever be to me? All my experiences, is that all? What else is there to me? And I remember also thinking that, so if this is it, so what was my purpose? And it is in that moment that I knew there had to be a purpose to my existence. It can't be that I had survived for all these years for my life to just end like that with no purpose, no meaning. And when I, I realized that I have a purpose and I just have to find it, I also knew that I was deserving. I was deserving of happiness. I was deserving of joy. I was deserving to feel free of all this heaviness I was carrying in me. And I knew that was it. I had a purpose and I was deserving and that was enough. 
to get me going for another day and it's been years and even today I am still finding my purpose and I know it's there. I know that I am 100% meant and I am 100% aligned to something and my only only task is to not give up until I find what that is, until I find what I'm meant to be. Now something that I took from all all my my you know like my journey, my mental health situation was we have to accept our situation number one we have to accept our situation for us to deal with it because if my family had accepted that we are not an ordinary family in the first place we would have put more effort to just kind of like bond to have conversations you know we would have put more effort because we're a blended family we're not just any family and you see even as the years have gone I feel like that situation of me snapping changed a lot of how we relate with each other these days because now we are so much better we experience things together we bond together we have conversations together and we have grown and I can confidently say that I have the best family in the world secondly um I definitely know that you should never <laughs> suppress your feelings or your emotions talk them out because once you snap you're going to say all the wrong things so talk about how you feel just talk to somebody okay and just when you're in this kind of situation have a good friend don't be like me don't have someone who will make you feel worse than you do that was one of the biggest mistakes that i ever did Thirdly, um, be self-aware. Check up on your own mental health. Don't wait for others to come to talk to you about your mental health. Check on your mental health. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Why are you feeling this way? What are you going to do about it? Be woke to your own self. Wake up to yourself. Wake up to your own mental health. Because especially right now with the pandemic, don't expect other people to like come and approach you and talk to you. We are all dealing with something. We are all dealing with this. And right now, more than ever, our mental health is on the line. And you have to just check up on you. Take stock of your mental health. Ask yourself questions to just sort of see where you are mentally. And then find ways to deal with that. You can exercise, exercising, you know. Talk to the people you love. Try doing something you love, like a hobby. If it's cooking, then do that. You know, just deal with your anxiety in the best way possible. So that is it, guys, from me. I am so happy to have shared this story with you. And yeah, um, that's it. Bye. looking at hashtag 365 days of getting up i am podcast the illest self-care self-love and healing podcast in africa
guys that was an amazing story and an uplifting one from caroline so um what you're really taking home as an encouragement from tonight's episode is one we should really learn how not to suppress our feelings but instead let's really try our best in expressing what we feel and even um uh, get to become more self-aware of what you are feeling what to do about it why are we feeling so so such things will really like help us really really develop and improve our mental health not suppressing our feelings becoming expressive number three i said becoming more self-aware one other thing that we also are taking home from tonight's episode is really not giving up on oneself, but instead let's keep on pushing ourselves. Let's keep on digging deep and knowing our purpose in life and knowing what direction and what we really want. And that will really contribute, will really, hey, the kiku in me, <laughs> Lily, really, lol, lol, lol. Um, sorry, um, that will really contribute to the betterment of your mental health. So not giving up on oneself, not suppressing our feelings and instead learning to express ourselves, of course, at our own pace and at our own time, not being forced to speak or not being forced to express ourselves. And also, um, uh, what did I also, also mention? Uh, becoming more self-aware of our own mental health. Um, which other thing are we also taking home? Uh, frequent mental health checkup on our own well-being knowing what to do knowing what makes us happy knowing uh when and what and where to do something that really benefits our entire journey and processes and most important of it all is also self self-acceptance knowing where we are accepting oneself now trying to work on ourselves and getting out of that little cocoon that is full of darkness and uh um, basically just working on our own mental health at the end of the day by trying new hobbies maybe perhaps and remember what works for me won't work for you so try find as much as possible uh, for things that really work for you things that really uh, bring joy and happiness and satisfaction and peace um, and stick to them and trying to juggle up quite a few things that really work for yourself and yeah so basically that's how um, some of us really improve on our mental health, really work on ourselves. And that's how I take home from today. Not giving up on ourselves, learning not to suppress our feelings, but instead learning to express ourselves at our own pace and time. Uh, becoming more self-aware, accepting oneself, and um, frequent mental health checkups uh, in our, on our own um, mental well-being at the end of the day. So guys, that was it. Um, see you on the next episode same time same place next week tell a friend tell a friend tell your family members tell your husbands tell your wives your kids your boyfriends your girlfriends about this amazing platform that really nurtures self-care self-love and healing all around so guys also um uh, check out carol's page that is uh on youtube at i am caroline k she basically like Johnny's uh, entire journey on skin, skin skincare routine and also lifestyle at the same time. Same to Instagram at I am Caroline K. So check her, check out uh, check her out on her Instagram page and also on her YouTube page. Subscribe to her channel, follow her on Instagram, and get to know more about this amazing human being called Caroline. So see you next week, same time, same place for good and amazing and real and real vibes. Bye.
T-Pain Young Jock Yeah, yeah, yeah Hey, hey, she snapped Oh, 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 oh. 